Hello, hello, hello. Every time I go to record, I tell myself not to do what I just did, but then I do it. (laughs) Um, So today I was inspired by um, a reader who reached out after, you know, connecting with me and wanted to understand, knowing that I have the children that I have, you know, what has been my approach or, you know, how, what advice I've kind of taken over the years as I figure out how to connect and be present with my children, uh, especially during uh, the teenage years. But also with that is, you know, balancing my career and my passion project with uh, providing this um, for my children and those that my loved ones are around me. And so it really comes back to, you know, setting my intentions and creating the reality that I envision. Uh, And this started a very long time ago, I in regards to my children. And it was when my second born was two. And at the time I had the older, uh, Allie, our older sister, you know, was eight and newborn George was, you know, one. And I was trying to manage the the toddler tantrums. And it was at that time that I was introduced to one of my first books in love. And I think I've mentioned it here on this podcast was Dr. Daniel Siegel's Whole Brain Child that my mother uh, recommended. And it honestly put my life on a path that of just general awareness, not only for the children that I was raising, but my own mental well-being and really understanding the neurological and the neuroscience behind, you know, our brain, the structure, the function, and what's happening from the moment a baby's born into their adulthood. And one thing is it ties into the whole idea of growth mindset. You know, our brains are, you know, they never stop growing. We can continuously create strong neurological connections late into our um, latent years, but those years where the child is forming um, from really 2 to 24 uh, is powerful. So I thought on this podcast, I would just kind of give a general overview, you know, so when I learned this information and, you know, my approach in life is kind of the brain dump and setting my attentions is my number one priority was to be present with my children, um, especially after work and being able to shut down, which I still to this day am challenged with. But I also think it's because I've integrated my being into a purpose um, and I provide value to the work that I do as well as that carries over into my presence at home and with my loved ones. So it's, it is a blurred line. But what I meant about set intention is, you know, I've created the reality where I would delegate and, you know, delayed or deferred uh, whatever life um, would provide, you know, if I couldn't afford or not do, but I would delegate help. And so the idea with my childcare and bringing on the connections of my nannies and those that I really have created a community with, I set that intention with my help 
by saying, I want to kind of create a reality when I get home from work that I can be present with the children. And I provide them the emotional security where they can rely on my presence and my support uh, that they can really have this positive development in regards to the emotional regulation um, attachment and, and then all the social skills that come with that. So just focusing really on that safe, secure, stable home and all of, of what that means. So like, for instance, the Dr. Daniel Siegel Whole Brain Child book, it provides you with strategies for nurturing the, the ch- children's developing brain. Uh, and that's kind of how my uh, intentions were set. So just understanding the different parts of the brain and how they work to shape the child's behavior and emotional response. And then tying that to your own emotional response is very powerful. Uh, the whole idea of practicing mindfulness, you know, the buzzword, but really mindfulness is just the ability to regulate those emotions and develop self-awareness. So being able to sit in the sticky situations uh, and allowing the children, my children to, to be um, present in the pain and the anger and the stress, but also the joy and the fun and, you know, the closeness Uh which is kind of hard to do, you know, as parents, because we don't like to see our children uh, suffering, but providing that safe environment where it, it to not bury it and suppress it, but to express it and be with it. Um, also, something about me and those that know me very close, I'm very humorous and playful. And, you know, sometimes one may say that I, I'm not serious enough, but uh, I think having that intention and understanding that you know, there are situations where it is okay to be playful and humorous and really bring that light to all of um, what we do, etc. So I highly recommend uh, really reading that book. And he actually has three or four other books that are um, also beautiful. And then something else that I did in the early stages, they're all different ages, uh, especially as um, my last three came on board, but is setting up really and using, you know, some curriculum that was available. So I'll put the links in um, the bottom of the podcast, but it was uh, Gori Han's Mindful Mind Up curriculum, uh, the Positive Parenting Solution, McCready. And then I tapped into, in the last five years, the Big Life Journals. And you'll see the common thread uh, of all of this curriculum. And what I did is really set aside time on Sundays, um, first with the older and then kind of brought in the the younger, but really creating a space um, to talk about the structure and function of the brain, like specifically, you know, the... (laughs) I really called it coffee shop CCD. We would do it, you know, after um, a Sunday's kind of taking those moments and bringing the older kids and then bringing the younger kids as they became older. But um, understanding the brain, uh, doing mindful awareness, like uh, exercises, really just uh, the breathing exercise, your body scans, which are a big um, support and something that I was blessed with as a child from my father um, and mother. Uh, The idea of positive psychology, just introducing the science of happiness uh, and and the importance of gratitude 
optimism and really having positive relationships in your life. And then also, you know, create a space where they would navigate, you know, the social situations and openly talk about all things. So there really isn't um, a fear of repercussion of, of sharing with me so that like they would tell me, you know, or hopefully tell me, um, right, what is uh, bothering them. And we, we talk about it uh, together. So the Mind Up curriculum is very similar to um, the Positive Parenting Solution, which I went through the course. Uh, I remember it was actually when my eldest, you know, was transitioning from, you know, really 10 to, uh, you know, 14 is a dramatic shift in in, eight, in uh, children's, you know, response and their identity and uh, understanding who they are, you know, how to be an effective communicator, really how to set the boundaries, really the you know, having consequences, but it was uh, very powerful. But again, it was based on understanding the neurological, like, um, development of the brain, uh, the psychology thereof, and really what positive discipline is. And then lastly, the tool that I used was the, the big life journal. I, you know, I brought these into our lives about five years ago. It really helped kind of create structure to it. Um, now trust me, we do not sit around and do these things all week and have this structured environment. It's really just being ingrained with the information and then having those moments where we can create these connections. Uh, but the, the big life journal really kind of sets it up in understanding the oneself. So that self-awareness again, you know, identifying and communicating to yourself and then sharing with me if they felt comfortable, their weaknesses, and then setting goals for personal growth, like start talking about goals. Uh, there's also the aspect of others, right? Developing empathy and compassion. Um, there's also the mindset. I love the mindset and this really helped bring in the growth mindset versus the fixed, which is, uh, Carol Dweck, which I think a lot of you listeners are probably well aware of that research. Um, It's one of, I think, the most powerful things that we can do, not only for children, but for those that we work with. And then anyone who really will listen is that we truly can overcome obstacles. We can embrace challenges and we, you know, identify those opportunities to grow and we jump in and get um, uncomfortable. So the book, the journal will like will walk you through a lot of that. And then also it does like a bigger like worldview, kind of understanding, you know, the social change and just having a platform to talk about these topics um, has been a blessing um, and a toll. And honestly, I do have, you know, a range of age. So focusing right now with 9, 12, 15 and 16 uh, with these tolls. Uh, and as you know, they probably, they age out, um, they uh, choose to when to engage and not engage. But I think having that consistency um, has provided extreme value. So all I have to say is when, how do I balance that with everything that's happening? It, it's really the general foundation. So when you are present, that's what is showing up. Um, and that is what I'm focusing on. Uh, And also the idea that um, I am blessed and and grateful for the opportunity to be a part of my children's being and, and, but they, but the attachment I have really, you know, have, has 
have been aware of, right? So like what are the two, three struggles is resistance, attachment, expectations. So I think a lot of us as parents have this idea that they are something of us um, and that we have expectations of who they be. And there's this resistance, especially as they go into the teen years where they, 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 um, what's the word? Like they're, it's almost ingrained in our being, um, separate from us. You know, they're, they're preparing to, to the fleet, the fly the nest, uh, even though they don't even know it's happening. You know, there is that pull away. So there's a lot of opportunity for the parent child relationship to be filled with suffering, um, around that resistance, expectation, attachment. So something beautiful about, you know, the education and really, from the curriculum that I shared with you of all these different uh, great authors and uh, wisdom teachers is that ability to understand that we all have the privilege to be a part of each other's lives, but that attachment, you know, allows you to be more reflective and um, embrace, you know, their various personalities especially no child is the same and therefore the way you parent each child is different um so hopefully that's helpful and for those working parents you know just realizing um, you know who you are and then also having your grounded north star and really bringing your children those to get be around you that positive impact um, I think, you know, just provides that clarity that you don't need to know where you're going, but if you have yourself grounded and those around you grounded, it, you kind of are like doing life together. It, it's, it's, it creates this um, synergy that's joyful and um, not stressful um, in the way that stress can be as a parent. Um, that's a heavy statement to end on, but being able to have the levity and awareness that you are communicating, connecting with your children allows you to be your own self. Um, so I look forward to the conversation and continue to talk about all things integrated being, mind, body, and spirits. And with that, have a great month because as I show up monthly, um, bye.